I think me and Roach should make our own podcast. <laughs> We're called the Better Bros of Holly Springs. <laughs> wow. We are the real bros of Holly Springs. I'm Brandon Rhodes, joined by Joey Will. What's up as we hit week six of social distancing here? Not too much, man. Uh, I think the, the weather outside is is a little crappy, but I'm glad that we have something like the podcast to kind of bring some some joy, some sunshine to our, our day. So I'm looking forward to today's podcast and our special guest. Yeah, the, the weather outside is frightful, but we hope that you find this podcast delightful. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to be able to rhyme as well as you, so I'm just going to let you uh, in it there. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you save your next rhyme for our next rap battle. Uh, just as a reminder, you can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at marketing underscore HSHS with questions, comments, thoughts, things that, we, that you want to see. Um, you can also hit us via email at broads4 and jwill with mailbag questions, things you love, things you hate. You can also find us now on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a leave us a five star review. Uh, also, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I think really anywhere people listen to podcasts, you can find us. And if you're like uh, one of our our haters on Twitter, if you want to give us a one star review, you are allowed. But we we oh, highly oh. recommend the, the five star reviews. Yeah, five star only, so we can help other people find the podcasts. I'm sure people that are just sitting around in Minnesota really want to know about all the uh, Holly Springs themed content we have going on. So our our serial draft from last draft. Uh, I didn't win again, but again, I also at least beat you and it was super close. McConnell had 37%. I had 33% and you had 30%. I guess the secret to me beating you is just having a third person in the draft that, uh, beats both of us. When I evaluate the, like the actual stats, I'm, I'm okay with how this draft went. The last time we had a third member of the draft, Poppy absolutely destroyed us. And made me only have four percent of the votes. Uh, so to to get back up to thirty percent and almost overtake you in this draft, even with McConnell on, I'm okay with losing to McConnell. He had a good draft, but at the end of the day, that means you still are winless with the drafts. And I just have to throw that out there: you're still O and forever. So maybe today we can fix that. So actually, it's only been five drafts, so we can just call it 0 and 5 ever. Uh, <laughs> but sure. Um, I wonder what my total would have been in the poll if I'd included in there that all of my cereals come without milk and just come dry. I feel like I might have gotten lower than 33% if I'd done that. So, You, you did say that you don't eat cereal with milk. I, I, think that's, I think that's a hot take that a lot of people probably didn't appreciate and, and didn't want to hear. I definitely think that, uh, that lowered your percentage a little bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, McConnell, McConnell had a solid draft. So congrats to McConnell. Hopefully today it's back to me versus you. We'll see how close this percentage is later, uh, later in the podcast. Yeah, we'll see if you'll able to, you're able to milk another victory from the uh, – so whatever, I had to try. <laughs> the last I, I, like the, I like the jokes already. They're, they're pouring <laughs> in early. Uh, unfortunately for the viewing audience, you guys couldn't hear the joke I wanted to start the podcast with. That was ruled to be a little risque. Uh, speaking of last episode, I completely forgot to include the Gossip Girl teaser that I promised. So don't worry, we'll get that out of the way quickly. 
Last week, we had so much fun when McConnell joined us early on the show. So today, we're doing that again with Holly Springs senior, Alec Quinn. What will we be talking about? That's one secret I'll never tell. You know you love us, XOXO, the real bros of Holly Springs. This time, we'll do a commercial for ourselves. So as much fun as we've had doing these fake advertisements, we are looking to see if we can get an actual real sponsor. Especially if you have a business in Holly Springs, hit us up and we'd love to do some product placement for your business. Rates very negotiable. We are the most popular podcast started by Holly Springs teachers over the past month, and we currently have a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I can't imagine a better bang for your buck. Last week, we had on the namesake of our mailbag, who was lucky enough to have both Rhodes and I last semester, and today's guest had the same scheduling luck. She is a current Holly Springs senior. This past year, she was named first team all-swack in volleyball, and this fall, she is on her way to App State to play volleyball and theoretically be a student as well. And most importantly, she was probably the first person to call us the bros. Welcome, Alec Quinn. Can I just say, it is quite a tearjerker that you guys have survived. The bromance has survived the freaking global pandemic. It's literally made me cry more than the notebook. Were, were you, were you, are you really that shocked that me and Rhodes wouldn't find a way to keep this bromance going? No, I just think it's a beautiful story. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make like a, a number one bestseller on the New York Times list by the end of this uh, by the end of the summer. Oh yeah, I've already started writing. <laughs> Do you still talk to your friends during this? Is that why it's so shocking to you that we're still talking? I mean, knowing uh, Coach Will. I was surprised that he had friends. I thought he was forcing you to be his friends. Last <laughs> <laughs> friends are so close. I figured that was kind of like a forceful thing, but I was proven wrong, I guess. Why, why do you think <laughs> I'm like this lonely creature that just comes to work, yells at kids, and then goes home and just is miserable, and I just repeat that every day? Um, I think it's just the vibe you give off, man. <laughs> the vibe? Gosh, I thought I was like so like much my more <laughs> your angry uncle? Oh. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. What if I'm your angry uncle? What does that make Rhodes? He's the fun uncle I would call if I were ever to get arrested or something. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We do not condone that thought for any of our student listeners. So don't think about getting arrested during this. I want to get caught, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so Alec. So besides for turning in all of your online work, like what else have you been up to over the last month or so? Well, it's been hard not having volleyball for, this is the longest time I haven't had like an actual volleyball practice. So I've been working out a lot using the wall of my house to play volleyball. I've, oh my gosh, I've had a bromance with the wall. So You just love the word bromance, don't you? I mean, yeah, I basically labeled you guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I really appreciate labels on the, on the podcast. You know, I just want to be, I just want to be Coach Will or, or just Will. I, I think that works for us. But um, unfortunately, this hasn't been the best spring for a high school senior. And we've had several uh, seniors, current seniors and uh, former seniors come on the podcast. Out of the things that we've missed so far, uh, whether it's prom, graduation, or just being with your friends, what are you most bummed about uh, missing out on so far? I think for me, it's just seeing people every day, like seeing my friends every day, making fun of you guys every day. Not Rhodes, like we're just buds, but like you. 
that was fun. Um, yeah, I can't. I hypothetically, I think Alec may or may not have wandered into my classroom at least once every day. Uh, I could so, just exposed me. <laughs> well, I said hypothetically. I said may or may not. You should have been admitted to it. But yes, I'm sorry for all of Alex's teachers this semester. If she said she was going to the bathroom, she may or may not have been wandering to my classroom. I apologize. Uh, luckily, I'm a senior, so technically I graduated already. Yeah, true. Otherwise, if, <laughs> if any admin are listening, they can just write it up right now. That's fine. <laughs> As we mentioned before, you're on your way to App State this fall. What was the, like, the volleyball recruiting process for you like to get there, and why did you eventually decide to end up going to App State? Uh, so I knew since eighth grade that I wanted to like play D1 volleyball, and I knew it was going to be hard because of how short I am. <laughs> but I guess I just started going to camps and stuff, and my sophomore summer I went to App State camp, and that's where they um, saw me and was like, hey, like – you're not awful. You're decent. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? Cool, man. So, yeah, and it just worked out from there. I did the same thing with other colleges, but app felt like home. So I feel yeah. like we need to get college, like a college coach or some college coaches on our podcast and ask them if that's how they recruit their their student athletes. Like, you're not you're not great. You're not terrible. You're OK. And we would like to have you. I like telling people that I'm only committed D1 because my parents paid off the coach. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I pay off my friends and you pay off your college recruitment. That's awesome. I mean, I'm an only child, so. <laughs> so kind of a, kind of a follow-up to that uh, question, Alec. Have you heard from your college volleyball coach over the last month? I know you're, you're prepping to get there in the fall. So have they contacted you? Have they given you some guidance, some feedback during this time as a graduating senior? Yeah, they actually have. We've had um, a couple of Zoom meetings. Unfortunately, our, I was supposed to go up um, in June to college, but now it's like August and our season's probably going to be shortened. But he's really helped me like – not be so bummed about it and he's given me some workouts to do so yeah he's are made you, me excited to go up so are you starting like an online class there in june or are you just gonna wait till the fall uh they are not sure yet so to be determined so i know for me personally at least one of the big things i pride myself on is just like knowing what's cool with kids so i haven't really been around high school kids for almost 40 days so like What's some stuff that we've missed out on? Like, what's the cool stuff that's happened over the last, like, month and a half that you can really catch us up on? Well, big thing is uh, Tiger King references. Have you guys watched that? Yep. Well, I've took some inspo from that show. Started breeding cats in my quarantine times. <laughs> uh, making <laughs> posters to protest against Carol Baskin outside my house. So, yeah, that's what, that's what we've been doing, you know? At least that's what I've been doing. Besides, I gotta say, I don't know if every high school uh, student at Holly Springs High School is is making posters and putting them outside their house. But besides the the tiger references, is there anything else? Is there, you know, like TikToks or is there any kind of trends going on? Well, I know uh, a lot of my friends have been going on TikTok a lot recently. It's mostly just TikToks about the coronavirus. <laughs> but other than that, like, not much. Just and Rhodes, you can never not be cool, so. Wow, thank you. Coach Will can take some tips from you. <laughs> I, 
I might just retire early from the podcast and let Alec take over my my uh, co-host duties because I'm just getting roasted over here. Yeah, that's really next time like if, if I ever like, ask to bring Alec out again, we're just going to be like, nah, we're not doing that again. <laughs> He's not allowed. <laughs> He's suspended indefinitely. <laughs> I get banned. I think me and Roach should make our own po- podcast. <laughs> we're called the Better Bros of Holly Springs. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay, moving on. So since you had both of us as teachers last semester and know us each decently well, uh, we're going to do a little rapid fire question segment uh, where the answer is either going to be either Rhodes or me. All right. So the, the first question is going to come from Rhodes. Okay. So yeah, you can just kind of say, which I think based off how this is going so far, I know what the answer is going to be for a lot of these, but we'll see. <laughs> so so out, of, out of both of our classes, like which class did you like better? Rhodes. Civics. <laughs> you have to justify. You can't just say the, the name. You gotta justify these answers. All right, all right. Well, I did. I knew. I think I knew more people in Rhodes class, or I met more people in Rhodes class. So, like, I was. I became friends with some of the soccer players. I enjoyed watching Rhodes try to land jokes, and I would only laugh because he laughed at his own joke. <laughs> I did very much enjoy your class, Coach Rhodes. Though I did. Thanks. Um, but Coach Will, I think your class there's only like two people I would talk to because a lot there's a lot of quiet people. But <laughs> okay, well, which class prepped you? And this is not one of the rapid fire questions. It's a follow up question. Which class prepped you best for what you're going to do in college? Dang, you're just fishing for this, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm fishing for my name to be called out one time. All right. Yes, it would be Coach Will's class because I am going to major in graphic design and I did graphic design in his class and I learned a lot about it and I learned that I actually like it. So there you go. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy. So you can say Rose's name for the rest of these questions. But the second question, <laughs> who is the better lecturer? I, okay. I have to say Coach Rose <laughs> because he, he does <laughs> try to do his like dad jokes between like every slide <laughs> and, lecture. <laughs> and like whether I learn something or not, I always have a good time. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of like 30 minutes of note taking, it's probably like 27 minutes of jokes and three minutes of actual material. So I think that's yeah, probably about right. Okay. <laughs> the, pro- the problem with our dad joke segment last week was the oh, fact yeah. that you didn't have your dad jokes recorded from your, your classes. So we should yeah. definitely just like walk into your class and start recording those jokes. I should have used those. Actually, I, I included some in like in the lesson that I sent out today for the online learning. And after I made the jokes, I even just like paused for laughter and was like, all right, I didn't know none of you laughed at that, but at least, you know, it's hopefully whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I paused for laughter in a recorded lesson. So that's how sad I am. I like it. I like it. Okay, next question. Who do you think would have better, better, done a better job teaching the other person's class? <laughs> like if we switched classes, who would have done a better job teaching? Uh-huh. Rose, do you know anything about graphic design? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You can lie. Like. <laughs> not not, not no. All right, if I have to answer honestly, I would say if Coach Will um, taught civics because I feel like you can kind of just read off the PowerPoint <laughs> and teach us. But like I said, I wouldn't like get the inform. I wouldn't process the information without your dad jokes. So I don't know. But right. yeah, I have to say Coach Will. <laughs> and I've never been in your classroads, but I definitely know you have a lot more material 
that these students have to learn in your class. Mine's more like project-based. So I would have to disagree with Alec. I think you could come into my class and teach it pretty quickly because you just need to know kind of the structure and the projects the kids needed to to do and you would just help facilitate and then you could just do your dad jokes all day right because you're not really lecturing you're really just facilitating so I would have to disagree with Alec to, to give you some props Rhodes because I definitely think you are the uh, the better lecturer uh, but question number four Alec who is funnier and I already know the answer to this so we can just move on to question five well actually back to the last question I think you just wanted to disagree with me on that but anyway, <laughs> I have to say, Coach Rhodes, funniest teacher I ever met. I gotta go with it. <laughs> that's the nice thing you could have possibly said. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, big final question. Uh, who would you rather have played for as a coach? Like, who would you rather like be your volleyball coach? Ooh. All right, I think. Oh gosh, this is hard. Okay, so I feel like. Coach Rhodes would have more positive energy. And I feel like Coach Will would just be like, if you don't get that ball, I'm going to, and then probably curse at me or something. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say Rhodes. <laughs> I think it would be a really fun season if he was our coach. I, ne I never curse. What are you talking about, Alec? Oh, no, no, no. I would, yeah. <laughs> never heard you curse a word in, in your life. <laughs> in my life. On, on, like on an honest level, though, there was several days in class where me and Alec would have conversations about how the volleyball season was going. And I might've had a more serious tone and not have been so positive and rainbows and unicorns, but I feel like the message that I always had for you definitely resonated and you got it, but you also okay. have the personality where like I can yell at you and like say some harsh things and you'll respond to it. And I'm not sure every single player, has that personality. So I think Rhodes would be more beneficial for more student athletes because I think his positive vibes would be received much better from all the players. Can I just say our talks about volleyball was you just saying that soccer is doing better than volleyball. And no, that's <laughs> terrible. That is not what it was. All the listeners, Alec is just trying to get me worked up. That's such crap. Volleyball? How about soccer? <laughs> Do you know I, the you I did learn a lot about volleyball from you this year, though. I, I did enjoy that. Oh, thanks, Coach Riz. <laughs> no, I, honestly, though, I think you both would be great coaches. <laughs> Thank you, Alec. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Coming up next, we have our Mary Greer mailbag section with no questions from Mary, but a first, a question from another Holly Springs teacher. <laughs> Our first mailbag question today comes from Jake Winston in Holly Springs, who also had a birthday last week, so happy birthday, Jake. He asked, if we were forced to watch one movie for the rest of quarantine, what movie would it be? Alec, you want to take that one first? Yeah, okay, so this might not be super school appropriate, but I love the interview. Have you heard that, of that movie? Yeah, <laughs> I know that movie. I think it was a, it was a, it was a documentary, wasn't it? Uh, yeah no it wasn't but it's hilarious it has seth rogan i think dave franco or james franco one of those two james yeah yeah so that would be my pick it's hilarious that is a very funny movie 
What What about you, Rhodes? Uh, my favorite movie is probably Godfather Two. Like the flashback scenes in Godfather Two are just like my favorite movie scenes, like in all of movies. So I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Like sometimes AMC plays like the Godfather saga, which is just the first two Godfather movies, like in chronological order. So that would be my choice. It's like six hours long, so takes up a bunch of time. So that's a positive, and it's just really good. Like I could probably watch that over and over a couple times. Uh, not many other movies I'd be wanting to watch like over and over again. Okay, those are those are some good movies. I haven't actually seen one two or three like all the way through i've seen a little bit of godfather one and then i've never watched two and three so i think you're going to be very upset with me on on that i'm maybe should have just kept my mouth shut that, that um, might be your podcast homework before thursday okay all right i'll make sure to watch them so we can talk about it uh when you when you first uh showed me this question i kind of thought of it from a different perspective i was like well during this quarantine we're kind of stuck doing the same routine over and over we're like really bored so I started thinking, like, what about, like, a movie like Groundhog's Day? Just to kind of, like, like as, a, as a joke towards this whole situation, you know? Like, I'm going to watch the same movie all the time, over and over, and doing the same roles and just doing everything the same. And then every day it's like, oh, what can I learn and do differently? Because I'm doing different skills. So that's what I, where my head first went. Um, but to answer it honestly, I think I would want to watch movies, like, John Wick one, two, and three, and where there's like a lot of action, probably not school appropriate because there's a lot of murder scenes and just absolute violence. But I would love that just over and over and over, just John Wick, Keanu Reeves, beating people up, doing stuff that probably he shouldn't be able to do at his age. But those would be my my movie picks if I had to watch over and over again. Can I change my answer to the bromance movie I'm writing about you two? <laughs> if you really want a dose of me and Rhodes every minute of every day, be oh, the saga! <laughs> oh wow! If you, if you had to come up with a saga, what would it be? What would, what would the first movie entail? Uh, let me think. Probably, it'd be about how much. It would be like how much Coach Rhodes is better than Coach Will. It'd be <laughs> okay. like. I mean, what would the, like, <laughs> the brother that everyone loves and then just like the ugly duckling in the field. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm the ugly duckling. I've gone from your like a-hole uncle to now I'm an ugly duckling. Like what is going on? This is just progressively getting worse. And <laughs> you guys asked me on here. I feel like you knew what you were getting yourself into. <laughs> to me, she's just like kind of playing the you know, Rocky versus Apollo Creed kind of thought process. Like the first movie, Apollo's the better fighter, the better known, the more well-liked, still beats up on Rocky. And then the second movie, it's like, okay, Rocky's coming back. Is that how this going to go? Or am I just going to be the loser? No, no, of the family I don't copy movies. movies. Okay. I want to copy that. Right. <laughs> I do <Okay>. my own thing. <laughs> okay. You'll have to see, though. <laughs> Coming out summer 2023. <laughs> All right, Alec, our second mailbag question. Uh, this is also from Jake. Which TV station is better? Game Show Network, Food Network, or HGTV? So, Alec, you can answer that first as our guest. I would have to say Food, food Network. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Food Network show? Oh, God. <laughs> Let me think. Uh, I like Chopped. I like 
um, Chop Jr. because it makes me feel like, well, maybe I can do this. But I mean, I have um, perfected the ratio of milk to cereal. So I feel like I'm a pretty good chef. Important. Uh, so, for me, I don't really watch Game to Network. I'd probably pick HGTV. I think Chopped is like the best overall show on those three channels. But like House Hunters, I could watch for hours. Uh, so that's kind of, that's a big one too. So of, of the three TV stations, which one do you like the best? Honestly, the, the one that I probably should watch a, a lot more considering the quarantine is probably HGTV because I'm trying to do a lot of remodels in my house. And I've started with my bathroom. I'm currently trying to do like vinyl flooring throughout the house. I'm going to repaint my cabinets and stuff. So I should probably watch HGTV. But luckily for me, my mom and dad have already watched those shows and know what to do. So I, I think I'm going to go with the game show network. I'm missing a lot of sports in my life. And I, I feel like that would be the, the easiest way to kind of get that competitive fix is by watching some sort of game show network. Our final question for our mailbag, se mailbag section today is from Mr. Sosebe or Seth in Raleigh, North Carolina, as he referred to himself. And he wants to know what jobs different faculty members had before becoming teachers. So Rhodes, what was your job before becoming a teacher? Hey, I don't get to answer this. You can answer this too if, if you've had a job. So why don't you go first? What, have, you, do you, have you had a job? Like, What have your jobs been? I actually have. I taught little kids uh, volleyball for a couple weeks this summer. It was great. They all, all acted I they, very I hope they're going to end up being better volleyball players than you. I'm offended. That's very rude and disrespectful. <laughs> but you may be right. <laughs> all right. Do you well, want to say your college coach recruited you that way? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's, that's true. Do you maybe um, want to become a volleyball coach like later on? Uh, if I did, I would want to be a college volleyball coach. So yeah, it's like a possibility for me. Okay. Uh, so for me, my job that I had directly before teaching was as an auditor for a hospital for UNC hospital. Uh, it was awful. I hated it so much. Uh, I got the job right out of college. I was probably the only person under like 35 or 40 in the entire office. And I was the only guy, like it was just me and a bunch like me, like 22 year old me and a bunch of women that like we're in their in their 30s uh, like <laughs> it's like what sounds like a dream <laughs> no uh and so like basically for my job like if i work super hard that just meant that like blue cross got more money back from the hospital so like who really cares at the end of the day i just like if i went up and showed to work like it just i didn't have a whole lot of job satisfaction now i could do like my entire 40 hours of work for the week in like four hours so I basically would like work hard for four hours, another 36 hours, like mess around, like go to long lunches, like watch TV shows on the internet, uh, listen to podcasts, like read stuff online. Like it just wasn't super fun. Isn't that what also, you do? <laughs> sort of, yes, actually. It was a good preparation for teaching. But the four hours of work is more fun. Uh, and there was a woman that worked like a couple of cubicles away from me that would just like play a radio like out loud all the time. Like we were like 10 feet away from each other. Like I just never understood why she couldn't put in headphones. She played the same like slow jam, like romantic radio station every day. And I had to hear the same songs every single day. And it slowly drove me insane. <laughs> She'd get up from her desk. I would go over to it and I'd like turn the radio down. Like one time I asked like, Hey, like, you know, would you mind like wearing headphones? She was like, everybody likes the music. I was like, not everybody. And 
She just didn't know anything about it. Like it drove me crazy. Sometimes she'd watch like YouTube videos while she was working and she'd always put her headphones in for that. But for the radio thing, like she never did. I thought about like chucking that radio out the window, like taking out the batteries. Like it drove me crazy. And like to this day, like the thing that bothers me the most is like kind of soft like music or soft like noises that like I like ambient noise that I can't like get rid of. So like even like when I'm sleeping, I can't do like ambient noise. Like if my wife's watching like TV in the next room and I can like hear it a little bit, like it slowly drives me crazy, which annoys her to no end. Uh, <laughs> so my last day working that I went up to her, I was like, you know, it's been super disrespectful that you play your radio so loud and don't turn it down. Like we're living in a society. Do you know there are rules in a society? And I just like walked out, left the office, never looked back. Now I know to serenade you with slow music when we go back to school every day. Uh, just some of those songs, like the early 90s slow jams. Like, oh, they're just steered in my brain forever. I hate them so much. If it was a better radio station or better music, would you have been so upset? Or was it just because it was those slow jams? I think it was just hearing the same song. This radio station played the same 20 songs like over and over and over and over and over and over again. Just like, I didn't want to hear the same songs like every single day. Like, unless it's Kesha, like, I'm good, bro. If you had to do kind of the same, like walk out and leave Holly Springs High School, how would you, how, what would be your exit strategy if you left the school? In the middle of, in the middle of a work day, you're like, this is my last day, I'm out of here. Like, what would be your exit strategy? I will say that my exit strategy would have been different last year when there were different people working at the school. Uh, but for beyond that, I'm just going to say no comment. So I, as I want to try to keep my job. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I was hoping for a great answer, but I, I'm not, I'm not taking the bait on that one. <laughs> uh, for, for me, I, I think I touched on this. Uh, I think the, the last podcast that we did, but once I graduated from college, I was, intending to do something in marketing for intercollegiate athletics. And then I decided to, to kind of go the coaching route. So Alec, this is, you know, great for you, but um, I, I knew there was a girl that I went to high school with and her dad used to be my former basketball coach. Uh, and her brother uh, had previously coached at Wofford college and had been there for three or four years. And, you know, he was home for Thanksgiving or Christmas break, one of the two. And we met up, um, a lot of the, the high school kids got together and he was there. Uh, and he was like, Hey, if you want to get into coaching, like I have an opportunity for you, I'll put a good word. And I was able to get the job, but you know, I was 22 going to coach at a small college. That was really my first coaching opportunity. Uh, wasn't as I would, I would like to say I'm a lot better now at coaching than I was when I was 22. Um, I just know the game a lot better. I know how to coach players a lot better. But I also was like six months older than some of the seniors on the team. So going from like being in college and then going to coach 21-year-old females was just not a great opportunity for me. I wasn't comfortable saying coaching things that I needed to say to, to that demographic. And after about six months, it just became a, a situation where it wasn't the best fit. Uh, me and the coach decided to part ways, and they, they pretty much let me out of my one-year contract six months early. So I came back um, after that experience and just kind of tried to figure out something to do. Uh, got into a TA position at Fuquay. So I was kind of helping out with the OCS program there, helping keep track of their 
work hours. If you guys aren't familiar, um, students that are listening, you know, some of the OCS kids, they have to complete like 150 work hours or something. So some kids go to like Food Lion or they go to a daycare and they do all these hours. So my main job as a TA was to help facilitate the classroom at Fuquay with the OCS kids and then help, help keep track of their hours. So that way we had documentation for them to graduate on time. Um, but that got me in the door, got me into Wake County and coach Miller uh, saw me cause I was helping the, the Fuquay high school uh, soccer team uh, in the, the spring with the women's team. Coach Miller saw me and asked me what I was doing and what I was trying to do. And, you know, he knew of an opportunity at the, the high school. So Luckily for, for me, it just kind of all worked out in its own way. Like I hated getting fired from my first job. It sucks when you get fired and you feel like you're not good at, at what you feel like you should be doing. Uh, but, you know, I, I have a great, great situation now and I get to coach and I make a lot more money than I think the, the head coach at Wofford did. So at the end of the day, it's, it's a great situation for me financially. And I get to hang out with people like Rhodes every day, which makes my job a lot easier. And Alec. <laughs> yes, and Alec, because I think you added to after that. Uh, and yeah, actually, Will and I started at Holly Springs. Our, our first day was the same. We had our new staff orientation the same day, and that was, that was when we first met. Oh, I'm going to yeah. add that to the movie. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it took a, a few, few months, a few, maybe a year, for us to really develop the, uh, the bro friendship. But it helps a lot that I'm on the same hallway corner as you. I think that really allowed our friendship to blossom. For sure. That definitely helped. So right now, we are incredibly excited to start a new segment with our guest, and that is dating advice. These are real emails from our listeners, apparently desperate enough to solicit advice from their love life about us, or solicit advice about their love life from us. And we figure a real-life high school girl might be more help here than two adult men. So Alec, feel free to help out with these. Okay. Our first question comes from shy guy who needs an A push into love. <laughs> first of all, is this even legal for me to be talking about this? Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's, just, let's just go with the segment and see how it goes. <laughs> the questions are PG. Uh, shy guy writes, there is a girl in my A push class that I like a lot. I enjoy talking to her sometimes in class, but now that we are out of school, I don't really know what to do next. I've snapped her a few times and she snapped me back, but I don't know how to let her know that I'm interested without coming on too strong or creepy. Two bros as cool as you must have had no problem with girls in high school. What should I do? Alec, you want to take this first? Well, I would say just try to say, hey, how's it going? And just joke around. Like, girls always like a funny guy. So, <laughs> what, right. do you think? what do you think, Rhodes? Um, well, this person was... Uh, a little bit off about my uh, experience with girls in high school. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the well, you're married, Coach Will's not, so. <laughs> so, Snapchat was huge when I was in high school also. Uh, I'm kidding. I didn't even get a cell phone until halfway through my senior year of high school. Uh, as, a, as a former shy guy, I, I got to say, like, when you're 32, you're married and just killing it in the podcast game, you're really not going to regret those times you got rejected. Like, I'm not, like, sitting here thinking about, like, uh, that, that one girl in my sophomore class year in college who, like, said no to me. Like, I'm not really thinking about that. Uh, I mean, only sometimes. Don't tell my wife. Uh, but so there, <laughs> there, there was a girl in high school I had a huge crush on for, like, my freshman, sophomore, and the start of my junior year. 
Uh, and eventually I wanted to ask her to homecoming. So homecoming was like really different at my high school. It was like a formal dance. Uh, it wasn't just like kind of how ours is a little more informal, like Sadie Hawkins style. So I wanted to ask her in a way that would like make it impossible for her to say no. So what did I do? Basically, I went to the supermarket. I bought a rose. I talked to her history teacher and I went in front of her entire history class and wrote her a poem and read her a poem that I wrote asking her to homecoming. This actually happened? This actually You're happened. not kidding. <laughs> I swear to God, this actually happened. And what was the, the, the final answer? Well, she kind of had to say yes because she was <laughs> not, she was like nice. So she had to say yes. Did she want to go with me? Nah, probably not. Uh, was the night of the eventual date like too awkward even to describe? And like, am I cringing thinking about it now, like 15 <laughs> years later? Yes, of course. But I did it. And guess what? 15 years later, what happened? We're married. The same girl? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I haven't spoken to her since we graduated high school. But not sure what the moral <laughs> of the story is, but you know, shy guy. Just, just, the moral just of the story is don't force a girl to go out with you. It's not going <laughs> to work out. I, I feel like uh, the, the, the anonymous person that's emailed us this question is just getting the wrong advice. It is not going to be helpful at all. So, so what's the right advice? So what, what advice do you have for them? Oh, I, I'm not saying what I'm going to say is any better. Uh, I, I like to, uh, this is the coach in me. I, I like to do, you know, life stories or analogies, you know, so that way people can really visualize what's going on. So for anybody out there that hasn't watched it, you should watch the sequel to The Karate Kid. It's called Cobra Kai. It's on YouTube. All right. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is you've got this shy kid who really likes the girl in the show and he gets picked on similar to how the original story went, um, but he gets picked on and he joins the Cobra Kai dojo, right? And their whole mentality of Cobra Kai is strike first, right? So at the end of the day, you just need to have the confidence, right? Don't sit there and think about it and let somebody else strike first. If you like the girl, don't sit here and beat around the bush. Like strike first, Tell her how you feel and make it happen. Cobra Kai, done. Does he have to join a karate studio to gain no, his confidence? No. The, uh, the, the, the purpose of the show is maybe if he's feeling like down and like really lacking the confidence, watch like the first three or four episodes so he can kind of see, you know, maybe how it's done, right? Don't join a dojo and start beating up people, but you, you get the point, hopefully. And you know what? Worst case scenario, we're all stuck at home. No one's going to know about it anyway, so just go for it, man. Yeah, this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to get rejected because nobody's going to sit there and be able to laugh at you and make you feel bad about it. Just keep going. Confidence. Yep, I agree with the confidence part. <laughs> so that, that went uh, better than expected. So let's go on to question number two. <laughs> I guess the person writing this isn't dating, but it's still a good relationship question. My idiot husband started a podcast and is now spending all night on Sundays and Wednesdays laughing at the jokes he is writing for the podcast and never has time for me or our dog anymore. I really wonder who uh, sent this email. <laughs> a lot of questions. I always knew that our marriage took a backseat to basketball season, but now I feel like I've dropped to third behind his podcast. What should I do? Signed, on the roads to a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. 
Um, this seems like a real personal question, but I, I guess this can also apply to anyone whose partner is overly involved in any activity. You know so, what? Alec, I'll let you answer this question. All first. right. Well, I say just make him a bouquet out of Mountain Dew cans. Maybe serenade him with some slow 90s music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, just give him a big tub of fried rice, and I think you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's of, okay, that's, that's a very general question for whoever it might have been that wrote that. I, think that's, that's I don't, I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who she. This you know person that emailed us is giving this bouquet of Mountain Dews to, but it, it's maybe not the best advice because he's already doing stuff that he wants to do. I think she's trying to ask like, how does she get him to stop doing those things? Oh, okay. Ultimatum, Co me or Coach Will. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is not. Why are we saying this is about Coach Rhodes? Yeah, it's we, the letter was anonymous. We don't know who it's oh, from. You're right, you're right. <laughs> you know, I, I think that by writing into the podcast, I think she's doing a great job in taking an interest in his activities. I think that's a great part. <laughs> I would say that she's super lucky to be married to someone so dedicated to his craft and who's able to make himself laugh. I think maybe that she should try laughing at more of her husband's jokes who so doesn't need to broadcast them to a listening audience of millions. And that if she laughed at more of his jokes, he wouldn't need to seek that validation like outside the marriage. I, I feel like, you know, this is really about this, this person and her husband who's doing a podcast for high school students with one of his co-teachers. I feel like she wouldn't be so upset if we were reaching, not we, but, you know, the, the actual podcast that she's referring to. If they were reaching thousands of people and had thousands of listeners and there's so much interactive content and this was really impacting people's lives, I don't think she would be that upset about it. But if the podcast is only reaching, you know, a couple hundred people, should they be investing that much time, the, the, the people hosting that podcast, right? So I, I feel like it's got to come down to like what Alex said. There has to be not maybe not an ultimatum, but there's got to be some sort of balance there. I don't know how you would balance that, but maybe you know, invite her on the show. That that's a good that would be a good question for this this uh, emailer. Maybe we should put it out there like that. That guy should definitely have his spouse on the podcast so she can share in the uh, the amount of time that he's spending with it. Maybe that is the best advice. So that's a great idea. You're welcome. So, so for the person that signed on the roads to a divorce, I feel like you need to listen to Alec Quinn and maybe force the hand a little bit and have him or her, whoever is running that podcast, to bring you on. That, that would be our, our final decision on the advice. Yep. <laughs> so for all the real people that we've helped today, love isn't a game. However, we are going to play a trivia game next. Welcome back to Trivia. So, this is going to be a Trivial Pursuit style trivia where we have to show mastery in a lot of different trivia categories. Uh, I'm going to ask questions to Will. Will's going to ask questions to Alec, and Alec will ask me questions. There are nine, uh, there are nine possible categories. And there's going to be five rounds of trivia. So once you use a specific category, you cannot use that category again, and you're just going to pick five of the nine categories you want to use. The categories are food and drink, science, history, Harry Potter, 
sports, geography, movies, music, and TV. The first three rounds will be asking easy questions in those categories as judged by the triviaquestionsnow.com website. And the last two rounds, we will use medium questions. We will play without steals, so if someone doesn't get a question right, no one else can like steal the points. Okay. So we'll start off. Will, what, what category do you want to start off with? Uh, let's do, I feel like the best one for me is going to be sports. So okay. Sports. sports. Your question is, in 1969, which NBA player won his 11th NBA championship title to become the proud holder of the NBA player with the most championships won as a player in league history? Uh, that's going to be Bill Russell. That is correct. Boom. Good answer. Good. Bill Russell, probably like the most winning person ever in the history of team sports. Uh, the only reason why I know that, and one of the big, big reasons is because the Michael Jordan documentary came on last night, which is awesome, The Last Dance. Like, everybody should be watching that because they have nothing else to do. But there's always the, the discussion of, like, who's the GOAT. And that dude won so many championships, and he's never, like, top three on the list. It's like, come on, man. Give that guy more credit. He won a lot. <laughs> so, Alec, I guess you're, you're up next. So what, what category do you want me to ask you from? All right. I guess I'm going to do food and drink trivia. Food and drink. Okay. Your question, Alec. What food would the fictional sailor Popeye consume in order to instantly increase in strength? Oh, I know this. It has to be spinach. Spinach is correct. And you probably never heard of by looking at your arms. Oh, Wow. <laughs> You know what? That's a complete lie. If you would have said looking at my chicken legs, I would have said yes. All right? Give me a little bit more credit for the, the upper body, okay? You would have said looking at my arms. You definitely insulted the one person on this podcast that regularly lifts weights. So, uh. okay. <laughs> Exactly. I do a little bit of fitness. Come on, Alec. Uh, okay. uh, the amount of Mountain Dew cans he lifts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Only you. One day. Only one per day. His, bice his bicep curls that he gets yep. in every day. Right. For right. my first category, I'll take uh, I'll take TV. All right. In which season of The Big Bang Theory did Leonard and Penny get married? <laughs> this is so hard. That is a much tougher question. <laughs> it's um, under easy. <laughs> so I actually did watch the show, which is somewhat embarrassing to admit. I'm trying to think of how many seasons. there might have been like 12 seasons. I want to say it was towards the end. Let's say season, I want to say season nine or 10. Let's go. Let's go season 10. All right. It is, oh, you were close. It was season nine. Uh, so wrong. Right there, man. You were, that was a good guess. I never yeah. would have got that right. That's a good show. For, for people that want to, like, just randomly stream a show or just watch reruns, like, it's actually a pretty funny show when you sit down and watch it. All right, we get it. You're a nerd. Next. <laughs> All right, well, what's your – after round one, Alec and Will tied with one. I have zero. Will, what's your second category going to be? Let's go uh, – oh, man, I'm trying to go – I'm trying to do the strategic, like, what would I want to do an easy question with? on a bad topic that I'm not good at. 
Dang, I didn't even think of that strategy. Let's do let's do uh let's do history because I'm not great right. with history, so I want an easier history question. History. This is not an easy question for you. Uh, actually, I'm gonna choose a third question. The second question is impossible. The third question is: uh, While campaigning for presidential nomination in 1972, what Alabama governor was shot and paralyzed? Oh my dude! I, I like I've seen the clip of this, but I I don't even. There's no way. I, I have an answer that would even come remotely close. Uh, Any guesses? Uh, no, none at all. I'll take I'll take a zero for this round. Uh, I actually knew the answer to that one. My answer is George Wallace. Yeah. Uh, nope. I, I want to say that uh, he came to like the beach where my dad was working, and like my dad might have actually been near where he was speaking like a couple weeks before he got shot. I want to say that's right. I'm sure I'll fact check on me on that later. Oh yeah, he's gonna to listen to this and definitely tell you. Yeah. Uh, All right, that's okay. I got the hard uh, topic out of the way. Now everyone knew that answer. I don't know what you're talking about. What was the What was the question before that that you said was impossible? The question where it was impossible was, uh, "What is the Roman name for the goddess Hecate or Hecate?" The Roman? It doesn't even huh? The Roman. Yeah, what's the Roman name for the goddess Hecate? And it doesn't even show the answer. It just says the answer <laughs> trivia, which that, I don't know. That's just not. Okay. Like Neptune or something? If, uh, I, if yeah, I would have been able to maybe guess it if it gave you, like, what uh, what the she was goddess over. But yeah. that's okay. All right. All right. All right. I will go uh, ahead and do a sports trivia because I'm not com- super confident in that, but we'll see. So for your question, Alec, who was the commissioner that immediately preceded Roger Goodell as the NFL's commissioner? Uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's my final answer. <laughs> uh, maybe Keanu Reeves would act be the actor for this person in a you know documentary series, but the correct <laughs> answer was Paul Tagliabue. Yeah, that's a little before your time, Alec. Sorry, I tried. All right, so both of you have messed up. This is a, this is a huge chance for me to try to get one back. Um, let's go. Let's go movies. All right. Um. All right. What is the name of the spaceship that Han Solo captains? Millennium Falcon. Let's see. You were correct. Wow. Yes. So after two rounds, we are all tied up at one apiece. Moving on to round three, our last easy round. Will, what category do you want? Um, I'm going to go with Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, I know my sister's listening to this. I know she's super excited someone picked Harry Potter. I'm I'm probably not going to be excited once you tell me the question, but I'm going to go with it. Okay. Who is the resident ghost of Gryffindor Tower? Uh, that's Merle. Meryl. Mer- Merle, Meryl. Merle. Uh, that's on the, the photo. The ghost is. Is that the guy with the his head chopped off? Nearly headless Nick is the correct answer. I had the wrong ghost. That's my bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunate. That's not. She's not even in like the the house. She's in the bathroom. Or oh oh morning oh morning Myrtle. Yeah yeah yeah. She's not a part of. Yeah she was. Yeah she's uh, in a bathroom. Man, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Whatever. You knew that. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Alec. I appreciate it. What's your What's your topic? What do you want? All right, I'm gonna go with uh, movie trivia. What drink? Do the prisoners enjoy atop the prison's roof in the movie The Shawshank Redemption? Ah, oh, bruh. This was a movie that was like on my list to watch and I just have not watched it. All right, so it's a drink? Yes, and you can it can be a general answer because it's the easy. All right. I'm going to say alcohol. The correct answer was a beer in the movie. Hey. <laughs> Solid. Nicely, nicely done, Alec. Nicely done. Not a red flag that. I'm, I'm a little suspicious. You know what that beverage is, but you know that's that's fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If she if she I'm had to give the exact like brand, she would never have gotten it. <laughs> okay. uh, all right. For my last easy question, let's go with. Let's do history. I want to try to make sure I get it. So let's go history. All right. Since you're a civics teacher. The second atomic bomb ever used in wartime was dropped on what city? Nagasaki, Japan. Correct. You All did right. not. I'm, so. I'm glad you uh, were able to get the history question right. Yeah, a little embarrassing. I missed the history question. <laughs> All right. So after round three, as we're done with the easy questions, the score, Alec and I each have two correct answers. Will has one correct answer. Time to move on to the medium questions. All right, well, what category do you want? Uh, let's do let's do movie. Okay, movie. Your movie question is Who is the Lord referred to in the title Lord of the Rings? Uh, that would be like I I I feel like I could go two ways with this. But um, I know it's not Frodo. Like that's that's what's my thought because it's Fellowship of the Ring. So the Lord of the Ring would be Frodo's. The answer that's coming to me. So I'm gonna go with Frodo Baggins. But I think it's gonna be the the devil or the evil person that's in the movie. You are correct. Uh, the answer would be the Dark Lord Sauron. Yeah. So, incorrect. Yeah, like, I, that's frustrating because he technically doesn't have the rings. He's searching for the rings. I don't know what to tell you, man. This, this is what the trivia site website says. So. Uh, <laughs> that's why it's frustrating because, like, Frodo actually has rings throughout the, uh, the movies or has the ring. Maybe it's mentioned in the book. Who knows? There's like nine different rings, so I guess I should have done Sauron, but that's all right. All right. Uh, yeah, Alex, what, what are you going with? Oh, I'm going to try history. So then I can blame on Coach Rhodes if I get it wrong. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> all right. History. History. Oh, these are medium questions. Sorry. I was looking at easy questions. Yeah. All right. Medium, 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 medium. Don't screw me over, Coach Will. 
Well, you don't I'm, like I'm, me. <laughs> all right, here's here's the one for you. Who invented the cotton gin in 1793? Oh, we totally talked about this before in my classes. <laughs> uh, I could, yeah. I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know the name. So the correct answer was Eli Whitney, whose invention of the cotton gin was one of the key inventions of the Industrial Revolution and helped shape the economy of the United States. You can't blame me for that one. That's not a civics question. So no. American <laughs> that's not civics at all. That messed I up. Blame that. the school system. <laughs> all right. For my third, for my first medium question, I'm going to go with sports. I'm trying to save sports for medium. Let's see if I see if I can get this. All right. What country won the Fed Cup consecutively between 1976 and 18 or 1982? <sighs> you need me to repeat that. Manka um, Rose, if I don't win, I need you to win. Uh, the United States? Yes! Yay! Yes, we got that right. There's not a lot of options. <laughs> I just wanted him to beat you, at least. All right. The, the Fed Cup, isn't that the... Uh, what sport is that? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I, know, I know the Davis Cup is tennis, so actually... I wasn't 100% sure if it was, like, golf or tennis. I thought either way yeah, the U.S. You had the President's Cup. Yeah. So I wasn't actually totally sure. <laughs> so, so that was kind of a lucky guess. All right. <laughs> through, through four rounds, I have three points. Alec has two. Will, already eliminated, has one. But, Will, what's your last category going to be? Uh, let's, do, uh, let's do TV. All right, TV, your question is uh, another Big Bang Theory question. Uh, oh, no. Which actor from the Big Bang Theory won an award at the 68th Golden Globes? I'll give you a hint and say this was in 2011. Which actor from the Big Bang Theory won a Golden Globe oh, award in 2011? It's, uh, it's Sheldon Cooper's character, uh, the pro the problem is like I don't know his actual name. Um, Jim Parsons. Yes, uh, that is correct. I think he cheated. No, I didn't cheat. As, right. as you can see, me like closing my eyes and looking straight at you guys on the video. There's no cheating here, Alec. I will not admit to that. Right. Huge one for Alec. Alec needs this question for the tie. Otherwise, I am the champion. All right, I'm, I have a good feeling about the science trivia. Science? Yep. Okay. What planet in our solar system has the most gravity? Oh. Okay, I actually know a lot about planets and stuff because my mom used to work for NASA. Fun fact. Well, we'll see, we'll see if that actually helps you with this <laughs> now I'm about to embarrass myself for getting it wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say uh, Venus. That is not correct. Your, your mom's previous uh, job did not help you one bit. The correct answer is Jupiter. 
person, oh yeah this is the uh, the fun yeah. fact a person who weighs a hundred pounds on earth would weigh about 236 pounds on jupiter wow i've disappointed my mom like all right i've already won but i want to do my last question anyway just as a victory lap okay uh we'll say let's do uh let's do geography oh i forgot that was one all right all right so catalonia is a region of what country spain let's see if you're right yep good job coach Rhodes. Thank you. That was, a, that was a medium question, Alec. I know we're trying to give him a victory lap here, but it, it was a medium question. Gosh, that was the that might have been one of the easiest questions of the whole day. Unbelievable! That <laughs> so you didn't win. So no, no. our final score tied for second place. Uh, both Will and Alec had two points, and the grand champion in dominant fashion. Even after I missed my first question, got my last four correct. I got four questions right and won our first podcast game of Trivial Pursuit. Well, at least you're on the uh, the leaderboard for something. This so is my first win in the eight episodes of the podcast. Always number one in my heart. <laughs> Thanks, Alec. You're welcome. That was fun, man. We should definitely uh, we should definitely do that with a, a future guest sometime soon. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right, well, Alec. Thank thank you very much for coming on. Especially thank you for all the nice things you said about me. I'm definitely just going to play so this welcome. podcast if I have to go in a future job interview. Just a, a kid just saying nice things about me for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, I got you. I can't, I can't say that I agree with that sentiment based <laughs> on how this has gone today. So thank you, Alec, for being on. We will uh, we'll see if you ever have an opportunity again. All right. <laughs> that didn't sound too uh, convincing. but <laughs> Not at all. Thank at you all. guys so much. Miss you guys. We miss you too, Alec. Enjoy playing volleyball against the wall. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. See you, Alex. Bye. Bye. We've dished out a lot of knowledge to answer mailbag questions, dating questions, and trivia questions. The only thing is to see what would be on our own personal candy dish, our candy draft coming up next. You know what's really underappreciated? Cargo shorts. Here at the Real Bros of Holly Springs Podcast HQ, we're always in the move wandering around where we live. And you know it's super convenient to have all the supplies you need already in your pocket. Pocket candy? Check. Pocket Mountain Dew? Check. Pocket receipt from that thing you bought last month? Check. Cargo shorts are great for the podcast host on the go who can't be bothered to go to a different room to get stuff. We don't care where you buy them, but cargo shorts are the must-have fashion item of this quarantine. I'm proud to rep them. Hashtag Team Cargo for life. Welcome back. Our draft today is going to be non-chocolate types of candy. We may save chocolate for another time, but today we are going to draft teams of non-chocolate candies that we love. I am still undefeated in our head-up drafts, and today I have the first pick, and hopefully we'll be able to continue that winning streak. So for my first one, I know this was controversial when we kind of came up with the segment uh, with non-chocolate versus chocolate. Um, but, you know, when it comes to candy or sweets that are non-chocolate, the one thing that I like are things that are kind of fruity flavors that are chewable and just are easy, you know, on-the-go kind of snacks. And for the first pick in this draft, I'm going to go with Starburst. 
that's a great pick. Uh, Pink Starburst were on my draft board. I guess they're all good, but Pink Starburst are are the best. What's your favorite Starburst color? Pink is a solid one for me as well. I like the uh, the tropical like flavored, whether it's Starburst or any other candy. I just like the tropical flavors. But if we're going regular Starburst, definitely the pink. Okay, that's a good pick. Uh, my first pick is my favorite type of candy, uh, and that is Twizzlers. Uh, Dang man, that was that was on my board like two and three man. Dang it. <laughs> So yesterday I had to go to Target because we are dangerously low here uh, on toilet paper. And I saw that Target had some. So I went there and I like, I was just a quick trip in and out and I picked up three packs of Twizzlers, like Twizzler bites, pull and peel. I love it all. Uh, last night when I was working on stuff for the podcast, I just had the Twizzler bites and just popped them in my mouth as I was working. Uh, Twizzlers are my favorite candy. What, uh, what's your favorite flavor with the Twizzlers? The regular, like the red yeah. Twizzlers? regular yeah i'm i'm definitely a regular twizzler guy as well um but that was number two on my draft board so i'm a little little frustrated but let's let's see if you steal another one of my top picks all right my second pick are like the trolley sour bite crawlers basically the sour worms oh yeah yeah. those are i've been super in on them lately uh like that's they're a great driving snack like a long road trip just kind of a little pack of those and just you know work on those while you're driving uh honestly between those and twizzlers like i love my team so far those are those are good they're uh they pack a little bit of kind of that that sourness that you want from that type of candy and i like the the worm you know type of candy it's it's a little different just design for the the candy kind of makes it interesting you can kind of play around with the candy as well so they're very fun to eat uh and it's a solid choice i definitely like it Thank you. Um, I'm I'm going to base my next two picks definitely on my draft board, but I want to try to compete a little bit against you and make sure that I you have a sour candy, so I have a sour candy. Uh, so for my next pick, I'm going to do Sour Patch Kids because I think they're a direct competitor to your Crawley, and that way students can kind of pick which one they prefer. But it's definitely on my, my draft board as one of my top picks. Yeah, Sour Patch Watermelon literally would have been my next pick. So that, that's a good pick. Sour Patch, the whole Sour Patch family. It's a solid pick. Oh, yeah. And the, the basic Sour Patch Kids are great. I mean, you don't even have to go with a special flavor. They're just – they're fun. And I love the commercials. Those commercials are great for the Sour Patch Kids. They are classic. Um, and for my, my next one, like I could – I'm really debating between doing a snack that's very similar to Starburst or kind of going in a different direction. So I'm going to go in a different direction because I already got my my top pick with Starburst. The next candy is they're they're chewy. They're some basic flavors, still kind of the the fruity flavors, um, but uh, you can still play with them and you can kind of play like you're in the ocean. So the next pick that I'm going with are Swedish fish. Ooh, okay. That's another solid pick. I really honestly did not know where you were going with that, with the play in the ocean part, but uh, good pick. I try, I try to, uh, you know, like hype up my picks, and sometimes what I'm saying in my head sounds better in my head than it probably does when it comes out of my mouth. So hopefully the listeners know what Swedish fish are and they enjoy the pick. Okay. My, my third pick is going to be something that Alec called you a few times in the podcast earlier. 
uh, and that's going to be nerds. <laughs> uh, I think she was referring to both of us based off our, our knowledge of, of certain things, but she definitely was directing the nerd comment, I think, just towards me. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good pick. And I like how you, you brought in the, uh, the, pot, the whole podcast into this draft. Yeah. Uh, I like nerds. They're delicious. They're, you know, they have little fun size packs, the giant packs. Those can be dangerous. Uh, those are really good. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good pick. For my last pick, I got two options I'm thinking about. You, you definitely stole a couple of picks I would have liked to have in my team. Um, I got two options. I already have one gummy candy, though, so I'm going to kind of go away from the gummies. And for my last pick, I'm going to do um, Skittles, and I'll just pretend that I can take the Skittle family there. <laughs> Skittles, that's what I was debating when I was thinking about going with Swedish Fish. Skittles was kind of my other option that I wanted to go with, but – I already had Starburst, so I was like, okay, I don't necessarily need Skittles for my for my draft board. Um, but those were those were both on my my top eight list. Uh, the the last pick for me uh, is a hard candy. Uh, they're individually packaged, very good flavors. If you like hard candies, um, and it's still kind of my my fruity flavor uh, type of candy. So my last pick. Hard candy, Jolly Ranchers. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to love Jolly Ranchers. That's a good pick. I, I'm having a hard time like guessing what you're going to say. Like your descriptions, I have absolutely no idea what candy you're about to say next. I had no idea what you're about to say there. I was like, oh yeah, I, I know what Jolly Ranchers. Are. Setting it up. There's so many hard candies. You don't know what's coming. Yeah. Okay. So my team here, I had Twizzlers, Sour Bite Crawlers, Nerds, and Skittles. For my draft, I got Starburst, Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids, and Jolly Ranchers. I think, I think this could be another classic close draft here. I, I don't know if I have the team to pull it off. I think Sour Patch Kids was a huge pick for you. That's, I know that's super popular. I think that's, that, that might be, the, if you get me, that might be the pick that you got me with. Uh, that's, I, I really regret not having them on my team. I think, I think the, this might be the most like even draft board when you look at the the different items that we have, like Skittles versus Starburst, right? Like Sour Patch Kid versus Crawlies. Like I feel like this nerds, I'm going to say are kind of like a hard candy. So like you can prefer nerds or prefer the Jolly Ranchers. And then it was like the Swedish fish. And what was the other pick that you had? Twizzlers. Twizzlers. So, I mean, we have like very similar competing types of candies. So this is, I feel like it's going to be like the closest one, like 51% to 49%. I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb and say that's going to be kind of the, the percentage breakdown. Definitely could be. Um, so make sure you vote uh, when we get the poll out there. Uh, again, on our Twitter page at marketing underscore HSHS. Again, you can hit us up on Twitter, or Instagram, comments, questions, concerns. Leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can email us, bRoads4 and jwill, both at wcpss.net. Uh, you can send us mailbag questions, dating advice questions, anything you want to hear. Uh, our next episode is going to be coming out on Thursday. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you Thursday. Okay, stay inside, stay safe.